my goodness. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Today, we have a special guest, Miss Vanessa Eve is in the building. How are you over there? Good. Feeling good. Got some coffee brewed, so I'm happy. Oh, no. You got coffee brewed? That means you're never going to sleep tonight. You're not supposed to have coffee, like, right before bed. Can you sleep on coffee? Yeah, I'm a caffeine addict, 100%. The only time I quit was when I was pregnant. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm actually a caffeine addict myself, and I do have my caffeine ready to go. I absolutely have to. I don't know. It's like a thing where when I'm podcasting, having the the coffee at hand is just like amazing. The only thing I'm missing is yeah. probably the, the the 420 weed and stuff like that. But you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, going all out for sure. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So I'm super honored that you'd be on this podcast. So shout out to that. And shout out to you. I'm happy that you asked me to be on it. Was, I was shocked when you responded and you were like, yeah, I'll be on the podcast. I was like, oh, my goodness. I have the very popular Vanessa Eve coming to the podcast. And I'm excited because I know you got a podcast that you are working on as well. Can you yes. introduce your podcast to everybody? What is it called? Okay, so it's um, Feminine Cycle. It's this little play on words. But, um, it's a lifestyle podcast. It's got segments of crypto. I've been getting into crypto for the last year now. So, um, yeah. Oh, snap. Don't get me started on crypto. Okay, so you say crypto. You mean like cryptocurrency, right? Yes, cryptocurrencies, yes. Um, and, I mean, the whole Web3, the whole thing, like NFTs, Metaverse, all of it, yeah. So do you believe in buying land in the metaverse? Absolutely, yes. I have not done it, um, but if I found a project that I liked enough, I totally would. Would you rather buy land in the metaverse or in real, what we know as real, actual reality? Uh, well, I want both, but definitely reality first, because I'm trying to grow food right now. Like, ah, I'm trying okay. to transition to self-sustainability. Yeah, absolutely. Self-sustainability. I mean, that's where it's at. I feel you on that. And honestly, I think the best part about that is knowing what you're putting on your plants and on the vegetables mm -hmm. or what have you know what kind of water and pH levels and all those things that are growing the actual vegetables, because we don't know what we're eating as far as vegetables and everything these days. Right. Yes. Yeah. Even to like the small things when uh, food gets spilled on factory floors like you know people they'll spill like blueberries I had a friend whose dad worked at a warehouse and like all the fruit was spilled on the floor and they just put it back in the packages so like even the fruit and the produce that you're getting on top of the uh, inside the outside as well yeah. yeah, the pesticide um, or whatever they put on on the actual fruit. It's like, all right, what are they giving us and what have you? I mean, we really don't know. So having self-sustainability and growing vegetables, I mean, I think that's what we all should be doing. They don't want us to do that, though. Exactly. And that's why you need to. That's why you need to. Because, like, this, you know, the the public's going to panic again. Like, we saw it uh -huh. happen. I was, uh, I was seven months pregnant when the grocery stores started going out, you know. So I was like, I was like, I need to start growing my own food. <laughs> I don't want this to have the effect to affect my life like that. 100%. And the interesting part about that to me is you telling me that you're into crypto as well. So crypto is kind of getting away from the banking systems and all of the uh, 
decentralization that the banking system creates yeah. or what happens. So you just want to be self-sustained in general. That's your mindset when it comes yeah. to your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it yeah. makes sense because you're actually a model and a, a self-employed model as well, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. Self-employed is hard. Yeah. It absolutely is hard. And it's a full-time job. A lot of people probably don't realize that, huh? Yeah, yeah. And no matter what field you're in, absolutely. You're, you're, if you're not working, you're not getting paid. Yeah, 100%. So has anybody ever called you like a conspiracy theorist? Yeah, I guess a few times. Um, I get that a lot too. I, I mean, it, but but why do you think they call you that? You think that it could be that they don't have an open, free thinking mind? Oh, absolutely. I, I think it's um, just a label you can put as serious. Like you know, there's a stigma to anything. And um, when I when I uh, say I I think something, or maybe this could be this, it doesn't mean I fully believe it. It's just something that could possibly be. So. Right. Like knowing that everything can possibly be questioned or should actually be questioned, right? Everything, yeah. Question it blows everything. my mind. It blows my mind that people don't question everything. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's let, um, you know, the, the public school systems uh, have, you know, they, they've kind of exploded the last like 150 years. Um, majority mm-hmm. of kids go to public schools now they're just trying to create people who don't really think right right i totally agree and they are pretty much uh trying to mold everybody to think the same way and i think the mm-hmm. craziest the craziest thing to me is that there is a lot of flat earthers these days and they get shot down and i'm just wondering because i'm not either or i'm not a flat earther mm-hmm. i'm not a round earth or nothing like that yeah but my question is how many of these people who are so sure have actually been up there and seen it with their own eyes other than the airplane because even on the airplane they look flat yeah i don't i don't know for sure like yeah it's it's definitely one of those things where it's like i'd have to go see for myself (laughs) right right i can't I, i can't you know like you, you have to think about Galileo and you have to think about times when the whole society believed one thing until someone came along and proved it otherwise. So it's just like back then, they're like, you're crazy. And then until. Yep, I hear you. So you tell me that the feminine cycle is just a kind of a play on words. But what made you want to come up with that title for your podcast? <laughs> Honestly. Honestly, it was a, it was a blessing. Um, these these name generators that they have online, I just put a bunch of keywords that I wanted, like eight or eight or nine keywords that I wanted for the podcast, and I shuffled them until I I got like six or seven that I liked, and I just narrowed it down, and it ended up just being really hilarious to me because it's a playoff like menstrual cycle. Because I looked, because right. you know, to, to get the domain, I had to look up feminine cycle, and the only only other thing that popped up is you know, period. So absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's probably, that's probably a really smart idea to call it the feminine cycle because people might accidentally stumble into your podcast just based on that alone. (laughs) Let me look up some tampons. tampons. Next thing they know, uh, goddess, 
is all in their face. They're like, oh, okay, okay, let's let's make it happen then. Yeah. Talking about Bitcoin and Ethereum. Talking about Bitcoin, Ethereum, but hey, you know, people want to gain knowledge in an educational podcast. So, you know, shout out to yeah. that. Yeah. So I gotta ask you, what made you want to get into modeling and how long have you been in the modeling game? Okay. Oh, okay. So I was introduced to it when I was a teenager. I was very young. Um, I was in a really unhealthy relationship with someone. I was 16 and um, my partner was like 10 years older than me. And he was like, hey, um, this is a job. And I couldn't do it until I turned 18. And when I turned uh, 18, up until then, when I was like 16 or 17, I was doing normal jobs. And when I turned 18, I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out. And uh, oh my God, the first website, like looking back, hindsight, it's always 2020. um, The first website I worked for was called Stripocams. It's not even around anymore. It was owned by, (laughs) yeah, it was strip-o-cams, Stripocams. And um, it was owned by Bongo Cams, which is a much bigger company. Um, Okay. And uh, so they stream it through multiple websites. So it's like one small company owned by one big company. So I got uh, 25 cents per dollar working for them. Whereas with OnlyFans, you get 80 cents per dollar. That's much better. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's that's what happens when you just like go full blown into it. And then, um, yeah, and then it went over to my free cams from there. Someone told me about my free cams, a client I had, and then it went to Skype shows, and then it went to to Snap, and just like everything online. So, so like being on Stripo Cam and, and Bongo Cam, was that more of a cam webcam girl yeah. type of experience? Okay. Yeah, that was a stream. That was a streaming site. Um, so that's what I started off with was just streaming. Um, and then eventually it just, it, you know, went over to making content and then like Snapchat premium had its era in like 2016, 2017. Um, and then I started my only fans in 2019 and that got big, like mainstream. Wow. Do you still get contacted by some people from the OG days of the Strippo and Bongo cam? I have one client, um, that I've known since... I was 18, um, but that's it just that I know of. I have had people that have like, been following me for years, but like, OG, yeah, just just one person. Man, shout out to that person, man. I ho- hope that person is uh, watching and listening to this right now. And happy Earth Day, by the way, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that seems I like... That to myself today. Yeah, that seems like perfect for somebody like you who, you know, you care about self-sustainability and you probably care about the earth a lot, too. Yes, yes. It's scary. I've seen, um, I seen you talking about the, the, the water, the Flint, Michigan water and things like that on IG and something along those lines, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't always use... I'm not very vocal all the time. It's like maybe once every few months about it because I'm so busy. But when I find a moment and then I'm like, okay, this is something that's kind of, I was like, all right, I'm just going to put this out there. Yeah. Well, now that you have a podcast, I'm sure you're going to be very vocal 
going forward. Yes. Yeah. On that, on that Instagram for sure. Yeah. 100%. Well, I got some questions that I want to um, get into, but uh, how about we do our first foot marshal? Oh, sure. Yeah. What's up, everybody? So if you love and appreciate this podcast, make sure you smash that like button right now. Of course, subscribe if you have not subscribed yet. If you're on Apple, Spotify, wherever you are, make sure you leave a review because reviews also shoot the podcast up on the charts. And I know you want to see your favorite podcast on the charts. And uh, we got Goddess V.E. Vanessa Eve on the podcast today. She's got a podcast of her own called The Feminine Cycle. She's going to be dropping a lot of episodes, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to yes. that. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let's get it. All right, we're back. So I thought it was interesting that you said that you don't necessarily uh, do as much foot content as you used to at a certain point. Is that correct? Um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't do as much content in general, but I, um, I don't, I'm just moving away from, uh, like I will, I'm trying to move away from such explicit things. Like feet is what I'm moving more towards and lingerie. Mm. Like I've done feet before, but yeah, that's a, that's a big drop that I don't mind dropping because I'm sure like not that many people right now. Yeah. I, I hear you on that. No, that's very interesting, though. So what makes you want to leave the more explicit things and move more into into feet content? Um, I guess just the toll on uh, it, it can take, you know, when you are um, it's it's mental draining and physically draining. Uh, after so long, it's like, okay, if I can um, replace the uh, formula I'm using to make this money, I, I'm going to try and do that just because it's, yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you on that. I mean, wherever you start doesn't have to necessarily be where you finish by no right. means. So if you started doing the the webcam thing and then you started doing the OnlyFans thing and doing more of the explicit stuff. I mean, leveling up is what we all should be doing anyways, right? I, yeah, it, well, it, it was explicit as soon as it started, so that's like it's it's crazy because only OnlyFans and Snapchat revolutionized the industry in the sense of with cam girls uh, like, you know, you have I want clips and you have many vids, but mm-hmm. um most of the girls had to stream to make their money or have shows. So like I'd have to make five shows to make my bowl for the day. So that's me masturbating five times in a day. It gets, gets, yeah, it gets annoying. (laughs) And and so with OnlyFans, it's like, okay, now I'm just making one show and it's going to sell over and over and over again. Um, Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. But with that, I'm just like, oh, I'm done. (laughs) I feel you on that. So with the the mentally draining stuff, like what like necessarily can be mentally draining? Is it the interaction that the fans have in general? Like 
like maybe like not as respectful as you would like them to be type of deal? Yeah, it's it's not necessarily one thing. It's a lot for sure. It's a lot for sure. Um, I think the main thing is uh, unrealistic expectations. Um, for example, so you can get a custom and someone will send you paragraphs of crazy, crazy shit. Like, okay, I want you in the first minute, I want you to do this position and this. In the second minute, I want you to do this, 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 this. In the third minute, I want you to do this, this, this. In the fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, the whole like whole thing is like per minute is whole. I've had that before. Um, and like, like there's, there are big things that definitely stand out, but an accumulation of just like expectations on waiting or yeah. Yeah, I figured, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, that, that totally makes sense for sure. Um, and like, so like transitioning into to podcasting, like, do you feel like you kind of want people to know more about you in general, not just as far as like the sexual side of things go? Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't like I'm putting myself out there because I have had a um I know that there are other people like me who have, who are looking for happiness. You know, uh, people who have gone through, have been lost in life, um, which, you know, led me to where I'm at as a person. Um, so it's not really that I want people to know. It's more so like, like, I do want people to know, but also it's like, hey, you're not alone, like in all this, like I'm a noob too. I'm doing this too, but I'm just going to share it with you. Right. And there's so many people in the world. So whatever it is that you got on your mind, you get out there and you, you know, be vocal about it. I mean, there's absolutely people that are going to relate to it in in a lot of ways. And I think that in general, when it comes to content creation, not just, you know, the explicit content, but any kind of podcast creation and whatever kind of content that people put out there is when they're putting out the content. They question themselves, like, should I do this? Is it good enough? Right, or, yeah. you know, or little do they know that simple piece of content, you know, could be something that changes somebody's life. And then that will be yeah. the inspiration and fuel to make you want to continue to do that. Yes. Uh, I absolutely love this topic because I just got finished reading it. Well, I'm, I'm rereading it. I'm almost done. I got like maybe 20 more pages to go, but it's a book by Austin uh, Cleon. I think that's his last name. Might not have pronounced that right, but it's called okay. Show Your Work. And it's um, it actually talks about when you put your work out, like at first it's going to be shit. Like it is, okay. but like also you you want that, like you put more work out to, for criticism and the more criticism you get, like it's not that bad, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I was like that with the first podcast because I you know, just released that not too long ago and I was like I was like do not I was like telling all my friends I was like do not be like and be nice to you <laughs> you're like take it easy yeah. take it easy yeah yeah I was yeah. like you just gotta do it you just gotta do it now on your podcast on your first episode did you have somebody that you were talking with or was it just you talking it's solo yeah solo nice yeah. do you think that you'll want to keep it solo for a while Oh no, no, it's not. It's not just solo. I have about five guests lined up. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, so, podcasting yeah. got really big over the years. It it did. Honestly, I felt like I was jumping on a bandwagon. I felt like an imposter. 
um, I, I would, then I realized what it was just podcasting. I would say this, and this would be like my advice to people getting into podcasting is to, like you just said, just drop some episodes, put it out there and just see what happens because you don't know, like, so the feminine cycle could start off with you talking about crypto and, you know, other various topics or whatever. And then one day you're going to drop an episode and then it's going to be like about a specific subject. And then you're going to find some kind of niche or you're going to catch some kind of wave. And then you're going to be like, okay, okay. I see what, you know, people are more interested in and things of that sort. And then, you know, it just goes from there. Um, Like, (laughs) I guess, like my also my best advice for podcasting is uh just stay stay consistent because it it's something that you have to do even when you don't feel like it you know right being motivated is a luxury yeah yeah did you say being motivated is a luxury yes yeah it takes discipline to to get it done when you're motivated then it's like oh it's easy i love that i love that who taught you that Instagram or some shit. <laughs> I, I surround myself with just like positive affirmations all day because I grew up in, in an extremely negative, like, like, and I'm just like, I refuse to think a negative thought. Like, I'm not going to fucking sit here and like wallow in anything. No, I totally feel that. I'm the same way, actually. As a matter of fact, we just got done saging our house today and <laughs> about, you know, yeah, about the energy, you know, we're like, no, we got to sage this place. We got to make sure that the energy yeah. is right and what have you. And yeah, absolutely. And, and anytime you got like some kind of negative thoughts or what have you, man, it, it is always good to have positive affirmations. And I mean, I don't I don't understand when people don't like to listen to positive affirmations. I'm like, dude, like, you actually do got to have like good thoughts in your head you can't always be thinking about negative stuff and that's why the people that are always negative always complaining and always talking about the stuff that is bad in their life they continue to have mm-hmm. bad stuff in their life yeah it's what you put your energy on maybe 100%. yeah 100 percent. let's uh let's do another foot marshal let's get it <laughs> and uh remember everybody watching right now Vanessa Eve's social media is right here on the screen. If you're listening to this, not watching, it's Goddess V Eve on Twitter. IG is Baby Vanessa Eve, just like it sounds. And the podcast is at Feminine Cycle. And it's not about menstrual cycles. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, make sure you smash that like button too if you love this podcast. <laughs> Shout out to the live viewers. Again, smash that like button. It helps the podcast incredibly. We're back, we're back. All right, so I gotta ask, what are your top three cryptos? Oh, my top three cryptos. You don't have to tell me your portfolio, but oh no, you're fine. I would tell you my portfolio. It's not like I'm I'm totally transparent about that. It's not 
Okay. Um, uh, I guess, well, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and then Matic. Okay, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Matic. So Bitcoin and Ethereum, those are the big boy coins. Yes, and stable coins, yes. And Matic, I feel like, is more newer to the to the crypto world, right? Uh, yeah, I I'm definitely not an expert. I'm I'm a noob. Um, okay. I'm I was blessed to you know I have really good friends that educated me on this, and I ask a lot. I'm not afraid to be an idiot and like look like an idiot. Like I will be like, oh, I don't get this, you know. Um, but yeah, Matic is uh, on the Polygon network. You know, um, I don't know if I just jumped too straight into that, but uh, no, I mean like Ethereum network and Bitcoin network. Right. All the networks, I mean, simply, I believe, is just software. I mean, we're both, you know, going to be sounding like noobs when it comes to this stuff, because when it comes to crypto, you really got to nerd out to really find all of the ins and outs. But I mean, I mean, in a nutshell, most people know about crypto now and they know that it's blockchain, it's software. That's what the networks are. They're software places that store value and, you know, they they fluctuate in in price per coin or whatever. So, mm-hmm. and I know that they all have their own use case or what have you. And there's some that are specifically meant for NFTs these days and in different uh, ver- Yeah. And, and things of that sort. Then you got the Bitcoin, which is more of like a, a store of a value per se, kind of like a house. If you were to buy a house, right. That's yeah. a store of value. Um, so Bitcoin is a, a, a lot like that too. Uh, but I mean, I feel you. I mean, Bitcoin is the big boy. A lot of people are sleeping on crypto in general, even though, even though a lot of people know about it. I do think that people are sleeping on crypto. It's totally the future and the way the world is going. Yes. Um, yes, definitely. I uh, was 17. Sorry, I was, I was um, 17 when I, no, 16 turned 17 when I started college. And when I realized that uh, we were uh, we weren't on the gold standard, and and that's kind of when I, I was like, what? I was like, what? And and looking back at that, I'm like, this shit's wild. Yeah, no, it really is. Um, you, you see, like, so the gold the gold standard, I believe, once upon a time was was used more. And now I believe they they base everything on the Federal Reserve. And, oh, I have I have randomly had a phone call just come in, and everybody did did you hear that too? Yes, it's okay. It was... <laughs> I've never had a phone call come through on a podcast before. That's that's wild, right there. Hold on, let me. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, have you ever heard of XRP? XRP. Yeah. No, I haven't. What is that? Oh, my goodness. So XRP is another cryptocurrency, and they actually banned it off of a lot of the platforms, right? And so this cryptocurrency specifically is supposed to be the the crypto, the use case of it is to be able to transfer money from bank to bank, from country to country. And they banned it because they have a lawsuit going right now with SEC. And the SEC is basically trying to say that the company Ripple is selling XRP as a security. So kind of like a stock, but really it's just a cryptocurrency. So 
it got banned from all of the the networks but you can still buy it on certain platforms and so in a nutshell they are trying to say like if you're into cryptocurrency and 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 what have you i would encourage you to look into it because i mean i don't want to give financial advice or nothing like that this isn't financial yeah, advice, no, yeah. but they are considering xrp like the gold standard of the cryptocurrency world and it's just going to this lawsuit right now so that there can be clarity so that it could do what it's supposed to do so Wow, well, thank you. I'm gonna look into that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you mentioned gold standard, and like immediately that that popped into my mind. Yeah. See, I I I like cryptocurrency too, and I, I think it's interesting that you you know you want to talk about cryptocurrency and things of that sort. Do you watch a lot of YouTube videos on crypto? Uh, yes, I did. I did. It was really NFTs um, that got me and. Well, really into crypto i had to understand crypto to understand nfts like their full potential i'm still a little lost on nfts i know what they are if you could explain them like in any kind of you know any kind of fashion like how would you explain them from your new from a new point i would say nft is basically anything that like it can be anything. It's anything that you already own in the Web 2 world. Like, um, there's music, there's there's artwork, there's tickets, there's skins for video games. Um, an NFT is literally just a, a, a it's a object. It's just anything. It can be anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just that was a great on this. <laughs> right there i like that i like that i think that we should turn this podcast episode into an nft we could you could and you could split it up and you could have clips and people would want to own like that certain like you know they did that with like anything i I don't know this for certain but you could do it for example with like a scene from the godfather and someone has that for sale and then that person just pays whatever they want whatever it's worth and it's crazy it's crazy so let's say this episode right here, let's say that the value of it was $100 and there was five available of this episode for the fans and the viewers to be able to own that specific Pop Pod episode with Vanessa Eve. Essentially, that's what an NFT is, right? They own a piece of that and it could go up in value based on how many people want it, correct? Yeah. Just the just the mar- yeah, it's just like our work, just like the market, for sure. And you could do the opposite as well too. It's incredible what um, uh, Tory Lanez uh, he he had a song and he made a million copies and he sold them all at a dollar and they all sold out in less than a minute. So in fifty seven seconds, he made a million dollars selling these on OpenSea or wherever he sold them. Right. And OpenSea, everybody for that doesn't know, OpenSea is where you can buy NFTs. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's the NFT marketplace. And then you got to have like a a wallet per se. If you don't know about crypto, a a wallet is what holds your your cryptocurrency and your NFTs or what have you. Yeah. No, that was awesome what, what Tory Lanez did. And a lot of music artists, I believe, followed in his footsteps after that, too. Yeah, NFT, it's 
this whole blockchain technology changes everything, everything in every industry. It's going to touch every corner um, because it takes away ownership. And especially if you think about it with, you know, Gary Vee, he even said with, with recording artists, there's the, you normally have the recording company, but with this, it's just the artists. And then you can contract, uh, you can program utilities into these NFTs to where that each time, if it, if it goes from the artist to, the, to, you know, a fan, each time that fan sells it to another fan, the original artist gets like 5% royalty. Wow. So the original artist gets a royalty, even though the fan now owns um, that that piece of art, which would be the music in this scenario. And then the artist still gets their royalties. What about the person who is the original um, owner? Does that does the fan who now owns the entity get royalties as well? If only five percent or what have you is going to the artist? Well, I would. Um, I- it depends on the like when the NFT is how it's um, passed along because there's only one original original owner. So if the artist made this NFT and has it for sale, they are the original owner. Whereas there's also minting, which is a click of a button when you create the NFT. So it's like you could have a utility where the artist says, "Okay, if you mint my song, you are the original owner and you get five percent of this." And then the the artist can also have a pre-programmed you know, utility before it's minted to where they get uh, royalty. Does that make sense? It, it does make sense. I mean, <laughs> but I'm somebody who I've looked into it a little bit already. So, you know, talking about this right now, I'm sure there's people that will listen to this conversation about NFTs and be like, I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry. Like, I'm sorry, if that's you. You don't know. You don't got to be sorry because there's going to be people who get educated on this and, you know, totally feel what you're talking about. Oh, we got we just had somebody say OMG NFT. Thing. <laughs> is that your homie right That's there? My bestie, yeah. mm-hmm. Shout out to the bestie. What? And her name is Claire or mm-hmm. yes, shout out to Claire. Shout out to Claire. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. NFT queen. Yeah. No, I mean, I I like talking about this kind of stuff because it's stuff that people really, truly need to know about, or you're just going to get left in the wind at the end of the day. And it's going to be a whole another, you know, era of people coming up that are going to be on the NFT game and they're going to be the ones winning. And then all the people that were too naive or ignorant to listen to the game that was being given, you know, from people like, Nessa Eve and and Claire or what have you, they're going to be like, damn, I should have listened to them. They knew what they were talking about when it came to these NFTs. It's going to be just like when Bitcoin really blew up back in 2017 and everybody was thinking like, damn, I should have hopped on it when I heard about it. That's when you do it. But the thing is, is there are opportunities in front of our eyes every single day. You just have to see it because when one door closes, literally another door is opening and that's exactly what's happening. This space moves so fast that it's like, okay, fuck, you missed that? Don't even think about it. Get to the next thing. Yeah, 100%. And that's why I love people like Gary V. Yeah, I read all his books. I read all of the Crush It books. Oh, really? Wow. Yep, yep. I read all those books and I learned so much from that. In fact, I feel like reading books is a thing of the past, too. I feel like people are yeah. not reading enough books these days. Yeah, it's kind of, like I said, like, you know, it's, it's public schools. It's not, you're not reading things that interest you or, 
you just go to a technology and technology is pretty addicting. Um, but there are people who keep it alive. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> no, there, there surely is. And, you know, shout out to all those people. Um, but definitely shout out to you for being somebody who wants to be innovative and you're, you're figuring out ways to, to level up. And even if that is exploring the, the new technologies in the world, because I mean, that's truly where it's at. And before with technology, it used to be where companies like Apple and all of those other tech companies, they would create a product and they would put it out and people sell it. They have a monopoly on the technology game right in the form of uh like our tablets and devices or what have you but now with the crypto technology and the softwares and the the store of values in different ways such as crypto and nfts or what have you it gives the people an opportunity to be able to own a piece of the brand new advances in the world and what have you so you got to take advantage of that and some you know, form of fashion. And, and again, everybody listening, me and Vanessa Eve are not trying to persuade you all to buy any of these things. I this am. is not financial advice. <laughs> oh, okay. She is. She is. <laughs> yeah. Go, go and mine some Bitcoin. Y'all. Man. Mine. <laughs> yeah, mine. <laughs> go and mine it. But uh, I heard, I heard about mining. You can't really, really do that as effective anymore. I don't know. I don't know. I know very little about it. I know it costs a lot because you gotta be running these computers with these crazy, you know, insides, and it's a, right. it's, a, it's a pretty penny. You know, some people rent out a whole apartment to mine Bitcoin. So it's a startup. It's like ten, fifteen thousand dollars minimum on the low end to start up. Well, hey everybody, I I got an idea. How about we all? make this podcast the nft and then with the proceeds of this nft um we're gonna go ahead and start a mining field for uh the puff pod and this episode specifically sound good <laughs> <laughs> you're like whatever Absolutely. whatever there's tons right, of things. Go ahead. oh no sorry so it's so crazy because there are tons of things that you can make your own cryptocurrency there's tens of thousands of cryptocurrency like people do that people get together and they make their own cryptocurrency and they make their own you know and they ge- they generate their own uh yeah, money hey time out right quick uh what's up with the the nfts that are called like come rocket and and uh, that's all those only, that's like, yeah that's the only fans of Web three i think i'm not 100 percent sure i have to i have to i heard from someone in my circle i guess that it's owned by OnlyFans. I don't know if that's true. I don't think it's true, but it's just a um, it's a sex work industry uh, hmm. website, NFT, and it's crypto. You know, people love crypto. That's interesting. I gotta I gotta look into that. Well, let's uh, dive into another foot marshal, and then when we come back, we'll go ahead and throw our deuces up at everybody because I want to make sure that you do what you got to do tonight. Um, yeah. I surely appreciate time, you. Mom, gotta go yeah. early, get up at five thirty. <laughs> I, I totally get. I totally get. All right, foot marshal, and we'll uh, peace out on everybody. All right. Smash that like button, everybody.
you already know when <laughs> when the the cheering and the explosion comes that I'm coming back. <laughs> Man, shout out to that. Um, I want to just dive into a few of the comments real quick, just to kind of satisfy all the viewers that are live right now. Um, Thank you. A couple questions. Just very feet based questions. So, all right. All right. So, ABCD says, Do your feet get smelly? Is there a human who who does it? (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially when I don't wear socks. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Have you ever have you ever um sold like a pair of socks or something like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Huh? She's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Shout out to that. Shout out to that. All right. So Nelson's asked, what size shoe do you wear, Vanessa? I wear a seven, which I think is the national average. Okay, seven. Uh, is that really the national average? I think so, yeah. It's the most common uh, shoe size. All right. I'm going to take a wild guess, all right, on on your height, just based on the seven. All right. All right. If I get this right, wait, you don't have this posted anywhere, right? Like, so you can't think I was cheating or something? Uh, I don't think it's recent, no. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to guess five, three. I feel like you did look. Yeah. Are you really five, three? fucking good all right so jermichael elmore says do your feet get ticklish yes yeah my feet are ticklish all right so you'll kick whoever tries to tickle you yes yeah (laughs) absolutely absolutely and william lewis asked the same shout out to william william is a a loyal watcher and viewer of the podcast and thank you for calling beautiful (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah. And how are you? Uh, okay. Yeah, we got a few other ones there, but you know, thank you everybody who's watching or whatnot on the live because that's awesome. But as far as you go, uh, Vanessa, do you have anything that you would like to tell your fans before we get off the podcast this evening? Um, yes, but also I had, um, I, uh, had something to ask you too about the whole thing. Oh, uh, totally. <laughs> I was like, Holy! Please ask away. So I saw your Instagram, and when I first when you first messaged me, I thought that this was like your only podcast. But on your story, you said that you had a previous podcast. All of that, like your first podcast, and then it kind of tumbled over here. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, so the my first podcast, Cipher and Chronicles. that actually wasn't even like my first official podcast. And this actually goes back to me and you talking about how you got to just kind of start somewhere and, and put out content and you go from there. I actually, I started doing like a whole nother topic on YouTube, probably like back in like 2016 or 17. Didn't really go nowhere with that. Basically, I got bored with the topic and then I started another um, podcast basically talking about like a, a specific condition that I have in my eyes and I started getting a lot of views on that but I got bored with that topic too and I still have that channel actually yeah it's, a, it's not even really a podcast but I turned it into a podcast and I just totally got bored with that and 
Then I started the Cyphering Chronicles, which is the podcast that I mentioned in that story on Instagram. Um, so pretty much what happened was we spoke about a foot fetish and not, not necessarily um, one that either me or the co-host had, but it was just like about the topic in general. And we got a lot of heat for it. And, you know, everybody from the FFC, like pretty much just, you know, just went wild on us and started, you know, you know, attacking us basically. So we started trolling the whole idea of, of them, like, you know, going hard on us basically. Like we were like, all right. So every episode after we got attacked was like, this is not a foot fetish uh, podcast. Actually, this is a foot fetish podcast. And then we put our feet on the podcast and it was my co-host and mine. And that episode got a lot of views and it kind of, you know, it, it did well. And then we stopped doing any kind of foot cam or anything of that sort for about five episodes. And then I said, you know, like that episode is doing well. How about we do an episode with just your feet? My co-host is a, is a chick. Right. And, um, you know, we did like 40 episodes like that and it, and it did, it did quite well. Like we got some episodes that, you know, are still like pushing some, some cool numbers. Like one is almost at like, yeah, one is almost at like 70 K or something like that. So yeah, it, it made the podcast get, you know, kind of uh, hit some numbers that we weren't anticipating. But my co-host, yeah, shout out Stella Bella. She didn't want to do that style podcast no more with the foot camp. So here we are on this podcast. The Daddy Goods presents Pop Pod, Plenty of Feet podcast. And now we got Vanessa Eve in the building. And now we know about the feminine cycle and... We know that her episodes are going to be dropping. So I hope you all follow all of her social medias, follow the feminine cycle. And if you ever need a guest on the feminine cycle, I am, I am all open to it. So let's do that. That'd be fun. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you, Vanessa, for uh, being on this podcast. Like I said, I'm truly honored and, you know, if you want to be on this podcast, holler at your boy. Don't be afraid. And uh, let's make it happen. As far as that goes, Vanessa, don't go anywhere because I want to talk to you once this live ends. And okay. uh, holler at you all next time. Let's foot march our way up out of here. And remember, smash that like button, y'all. Subscribe if you have not subscribed yet. This podcast is on Spotify with the video, so you can watch it here on YouTube or you can watch it on Spotify, either or. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much all the podcast platforms. Leave that review if you love me, if you love this podcast. Actually, not if you love me. I know you guys don't care about me, but if you love Vanessa E, appreciate you all for watching.